You're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Hi, I'm Tyson Franklin, and welcome back to this week's episode of Podiatry Marketing. With me today is my co-host and friend all the way over in Canada. It is big, Jim McDonald. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing great. I'm glad that uh, I've gotten large enough that uh, you you correctly announced me with my big gym. That that uh, it warms my heart every time I hear it. So we should have I'm t-shirts. Doing, I'm doing fantastic, Tyson. That has uh, <laughs> podiatry marketing, and I know it has Tyson and Big Jim. <laughs> I'm not sure we could keep those on the shelves, Tyson. I mean, you know, there's a there's there's been global supply shortage. You know. Uh, you know, these, these chains just can't handle all the merchandise around the world. So I'm not sure, you know, from Australia to the U.S. to Canada, I'm not sure if they're ready for it yet. But, uh, you know, if we get enough emails, maybe we'll have to fire something up with the, uh, the old podiatry marketing merch. I think it'd be funny. It'd be like my, uh, my shirts, my nachos, average podiatrist. <laughs> oh, nacho, nacho, average podiatrist and having Mexican on the front. So anyway, Jim, what are we, what is the topic of discussion today? Yeah, so today we're going to touch a little bit about podcast marketing. There's some uh, different opportunities within podcasting. Uh, you know, I think maybe what, when, when I mentioned podcasting, probably people think like, oh, you're going to tell me I need my own podcast, but... No, no, no you don't. Talk, you know, we don't need another podiatry <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I mean, we've already got podiatry marketing and podiatry legends. I mean, I don't know what else you would need, but we'll touch base about some... Yeah. some out-of-the-box ideas or some different opportunities within podcasting that um, can maybe gain some awareness for the services you provide, um, and just some general ways to get your name out there uh, in audio format that may connect with potential patients, um, gain awareness to other um, you know, people in your local area, whether that's other medical professionals or other just regular professionals in your area. Um, podcasting is a way um, to great, you know, to have a uh, exponential reach uh, of the right audience uh, if you kind of do it the right way. So that's what we're going to jump into today. Okay, so where are we going to start? What, what what aspect of podcasting do you want to start on? Yeah, so I'd say the first aspect is, you know, we're kind of going to go from like the easiest, like the least amount of work to the one yeah. that uh, requires the most work. So we'll get started with basically just paying for advertising. So, um, you know, this is probably a model that's going to work best for people that uh, you know, every location, if you're in a city, if you're in a, in your university, maybe you listen to some local podcast from your local area. Um, maybe they have either, they have some advertising opportunities on that podcast itself. So that might be, you know, sending an email to that local podcast right, yeah. or asking about, um, I think you probably gotten pitched before about you know, having advertising on some of your shows, right, Tyson? Oh, I've been approached about people wanting to, uh, yeah, could we be a sponsor on the Podiatry Legends podcast? And, and because my audience is quite global, split, I used to say it was split between, pretty evenly between America, Australia and UK, but UK have sort of dropped the ball a bit the last <laughs> three or four months. So if there's any UK people listening here, you need to tell around the UK to lift your game. But it's sort of, the numbers have dropped a little bit, but because it is still, it sort of, it depends on the guests that you have too. Ideally, it's suited to a guest that covers all areas. However, if I was approached by someone from, say, a, a gin distillery in... And you might think, why would a gin distillery want to sponsor a podcast? Well, podiatrists drink gin, so I found out. But it could be a whiskey distillery. If they ship globally, then they would be 
they'd be great for any episode. If they ship just within Australia, then they might say, well, okay, the next four or five Australian episodes you do, we might want to advertise on there. However, knowing that one third of the audience is still Australian, just that repetition of, of being heard puts them top of mind. And if you know that you can order something online, then the world gets a, a lot smaller. No, for sure. That's a great point to to point to make there. I think, like you said, there is kind of two different types of advertising. I would say there's that like going after, like let's say that gin distillery, the whiskey distillery, like contacted you directly. You know, they're basically doing that one to one outreach with just like hoping to get on your show. So that would be you. Like, if, let's say I'm based, I'm a podiatrist based in Lexington, Kentucky, and I want to be on that. University of Kentucky sports show or the yes. sports podcast is popular. So you just probably just email that person. They probably have advertising opportunities. The step beyond that is something where, you know, whether it's sometimes it's through things like Spotify, other types of streaming services, they can actually take care of that geolocation for you. So maybe it's not only one specific podcast, but it's like all the podcasts that, you know, if people, you know, obviously haven't paid for Spotify, they, they run local ads sometimes mm. in different markets so whether it's the basketball podcast or the you know the sci-fi thriller uh serial podcast you know anyone that downloads and listens in that local area might be a potential person to listen to your advertisement on uh, their podcast player so there's those two different types of advertising which are you know relatively low um a low lift you might have to have um, either pay someone to to do a, an ad read for you, to write an ad for you, um, but there's not going to be a whole lot on your side from a, a time perspective. Um, there are different kind of online services. Um, if you Google like podcast advertising, uh, where you can you know whether it's Spotify, these other places that will do it for you. Um, so it is this kind of thing that there is ways to outsource that type of stuff. But if you're just looking to do something really non-technical, a low lift, but have some kind of local impact on podcasts that advertising those two different types of advertising are probably your your two best bets yeah and when going back this step too when you said if you've got like a, a local podcast there was a guy that i helped set up a podcast that it was you minor podcast is what he set up he had you minor podiatry so he set up you minor podcast it was a look just for his particular area see the only people listening to his podcast really were people from that you minor central coast sort of area a sponsor getting onto that particular podcast would be very beneficial because it's really nobody in Sydney or not Sydney, nobody in Western Australia is going to be going, hmm, might search for your minor podcast. They're not going to do that. <laughs> but people in your minor, if he's promoting it well, will get local advertisers, which can make the show extremely uh, appealing uh, to advertisers as well. No, that's a good point. I think you said like those local shows that have lo either you know, local ad spots, and we'll get into this next is um, really like the next step after advertising is to basically. You don't have to have your own podcast to no. be on a podcast. You can guest on other people's podcasts. So that's that's probably the next. Uh, and actually, I've actually been a guest on your show, Tyson, on the Podiatry Legends podcast. So that's how I actually got into it in the first place. I've been a guest on over 100 shows now, I think, on 100 different podcasts. Everything from I've been on whiskey podcasts. I've been on a lot of business podcasts. I've been on the... Uh, no, I wasn't on the ice cream. Oh, wasn't I on the no, I wasn't on the ice cream podcast. But through the ice cream podcast, I met the the people at a podcast conference in Philadelphia, and then from there we did an ice cream crawl through Philadelphia. 
I was more destroyed after that than I was after a pub crawl <laughs> because I'm lactose intolerant, but I refused to back down on what we were eating. But through meeting them, they then set up another podcast that I ended up on there. So I've been on, oh, I was on a wounds podcast and everybody knows I don't like wounds. They make me sick. So I thought it was funny to get somebody on who does not like wounds to talk about wounds. So, <laughs> but guest podcasting is... If you've got an area in our in your in podiatry that you are really interested in, getting on other people's podcasts is a great way for building your profile. I, I totally agree. I think there's there's so many benefits of pod like guest podcasting. We could probably have an entire episode. Oh yeah. Um, just just the quick rundown of like how I see it. Number one, it's a great opportunity to work on your public speaking in a very low risk environment. Because um, like, how many times are you recording yourself? You're going to feel a little self conscious. Uh, but it gives you a chance to improve there. Um, the second benefit that I find that's really helpful, and this doesn't even mean you have to be on a local or even a podiatry podcast, that there, there's a clear SEO benefit for, from you being on other people's podcasts. And you may say, like, what do you mean SEO benefit? That, that sounds strange. Well, um, most likely, if you're a guest on somebody's show, they're going to want to link back to your clinic's website or to your bio page. And when you have links from you know good websites that are getting traffic that are seen as good actors by Google, the more links you have going back to your website, it really helps your overall rankings within mm. Google. So whether or not you know like you probably want to be a little selective about the type of podcast you would guest on, uh, but it doesn't actually have to be um, your exact niche or your level of expertise or even something locally that's going to draw patients. It could be an SEO play. Uh, for your clinic's website, so that's important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, but yeah, those are some just some ideas. How about what are your ideas? It, it's all about it's it's increasing your social footprint. I had someone that was on the podcast, uh, on the Podiatry Legends podcast. They were on. We spoke about their business. They were in Springwood in Brisbane. The show itself, yeah, did really well. But then somebody from uh, Rebel Sports, who was, I'm pretty sure it was Rebel Sports, uh, was searching for a podiatrist looking for podiatrists in the area, all of a sudden the podcast came up. I went, oh, had a read through it. Oh, had a read through it that looks interesting. Had a listen to it. Then he listened to it and he ended up referring patients to that podiatrist based of what the conversation I actually had with him. So that, didn't, But what got even weirder from that is the person from Rebel Sports then ended up being doing podiatry. They, they were a podiatry student and then I had them on the podcast as a podiatry student. <laughs> So, but this is all because like, of one person doing a guest spot just linked to patient referrals and then also other people coming on the podcast. No, it's huge. I think that's a huge opportunity. Like that's, it's kind of a crazy inception of like layers of the onion peeling back and, and kind of like seven, you know, seven different steps or, you know, what seven uh, steps of Kevin Bacon or the seven connections you have there. Uh, it's just weird how you'll make those connections. That, but that's what I like about guest podcasting is like I said, it doesn't need to be podiatry. It can be something outside of podiatry. One of my favorite ones that I was on was uh, Kids in the Tank. It was a group of high school students in Wisconsin it invited me onto their podcast. But through that, this year, I'm going to Wisconsin and I'm catching up with uh, Jeff Peterson, who owns a couple of businesses who set up Kids in the Tank. Like I said, it's, it's just, to me, it, it's building your social footprint. And I know right now, if I was searching for a podiatrist and I googled podiatrists in the area and there was a podiatrist name there, and all of a sudden they'd be on three, four, five different podcasts 
and you got to have a bit of a listen to me. You went, well, these people know what they're talking about. And you had another podiatrist that hadn't been on a podcast. I'm thinking it's a, it's a no-brainer. I think patients make decisions like that. No, I think it's a huge opportunity to uh, build trust, um, show off your expertise in a way that uh, is helpful to people. Like I think, you know, the, the, like you talked about, like you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be within the profession, but there are definitely some opportunities there. I would say number one, like locally, if there's some pretty big local podcasts, you know, based in and around where your practice is at, it's totally, you know, it's a huge brand building opportunity for you and your practice to be on, whether it's talking about, you know, maybe someone hosts like a local, you know, diabetes podcast. Um, yeah. You can get on there and talk about that. Or maybe it's a local uh, sports or sports medicine podcast. Maybe some local athlete has a foot injury um, and they want to talk to a foot and ankle expert about why is this person out for eight to 12 weeks with this, you know, turf toe or something of that nature. So local, you know, it, it can build your expertise, but also it could be uh, potential patients um, in multiple different ways. Um, you know, if you're looking to mo build more like a national, international profile based off of you do a specific type of procedure or you really want to be seen as the go-to expert for a very small niche or specific type of patient, um, you know, things like the American College of Foot and Ankle Surgery has their own podcast. I think APMA in the U.S. has their own podcast. Some of these other podiatrists or different types of sports medicine or whatever niche or whatever specialty uh, you're, you are in with the profession, there's probably an opportunity to be on a podcast that will be seen or recognized by them. So that's a great way of being visible. I would also say that like this is not something necessarily you have to track down yourself. Um, kind of like above with the advertising, you can also, there are kind of like services that will help you find great guest opportunities. Oh yeah. Um, obviously you have to you have to pay them a bit of a fee, but if you're too busy in clinic and you just want to, you know, set aside those 30 minutes once a week or 60 minutes uh, every other week to be on some shows, there's people that will set that up for you and kind of have you scheduled it in there. And basically it's almost a concierge service as far as guesting for podcasts. And it can produce pretty significant benefits for your business, not only from, like I said, from a trust and expertise perspective, but for SEO um, and kind of building um, the, the Google rankings of your own website. So podcast guessing should not be undervalued. And like I said, you don't have to have your own show, right? You don't have to be a technical expert. You basically need, you know, a decent camera, a microphone and a good internet connection and you're good to go. Yeah, and I was gonna to touch on that too, that just make sure you've got a decent microphone. You get, you're going to do it in a room that hasn't got doors banging and and just so much noise going on, or it's really echoey. But I've yeah, a lot of my guests have just had Apple headphones, and they have worked extremely well. But they've been in a really good room at the same time with good acoustics. So you just don't because the thing is, I always say to the guests, I will tell you what you need to do. If you choose not to do it, it reflects on you, not me. So if you come across sounding like a really crappy guest, people can listen and they go. Wow, you sounded terrible. Because I can only do so much to to make the person um, sound good. But going back to about yeah, you can use a, a service to actually book you on. My tip would be do it yourself. That's you don't have to, but I, I get at least one a week from somebody saying, "Hey, I've got this person who would be great on your podcast," and they tell me all the stuff about them. Okay, that's really good. If they really want to be on my podcast, they can reach out themselves. Because I have a number of people that already have lined up, so they would be fitting in amongst it. Occasionally, I have seen got someone I've gone, actually, they would be good. But then I reach out to them personally through social media, and I go, 
I got this invite. Would you like to come on my podcast? Let's let's chat. And the other tip I'd say, if you're going to be a guest podcast, is if you're going to be on a show, make sure you also promote that show. If you're on there and you're as a guest, post it on your own social media. Tell people, be proud that you're actually on the show. Don't just go on multiple shows and just go out there and put yourself out, but not actually give anything back. Because if 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 the host sees that you actually promoted the show and put in a good job, they will get you back because they know that you actually really care about the show. So that was a side note. <laughs> I think you just give me a hard time because I need to promote our own show more. So I think... <laughs> oh, you picked up on that, did you? Today. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was going to go, and by the way, Jim... No, but it's, it's, it's so true, though, that I've, I've had guests that have come on. We've done it. And I, I promote my episodes a lot. But I've gone to their pages, and there's not one mention at all about the post. I go to, it doesn't matter, I go to LinkedIn, doesn't matter where I go, that you wouldn't know they're actually on the show. And I, I see those episode numbers struggle a little bit more to when I have someone on who I know posted on the homepage, they're posted in podiatry groups I'm not part of. And then they repost it three or four weeks later. They go, hey, yeah, four weeks ago I was on this show. That makes a massive difference to the actual, how well that episode does. Yeah, I'm not picking on you, Jim. I know, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. (laughs) Cool. Well, last but not least, we'll jump into like the one that I probably would say like, this is for the the crazy people out there, the people that have the the ability to basically do one thing and do it really well. Um, And that's be like, crazy consistent um you can start your own podcast and be your own host right i think um there's a lot that's basically an entire episode itself so i'm not going to hammer too much on the details of that i think you know i i am this is my first i would say you know consistent podcast series working with tyson um obviously me partnering with him and just his level of quality and consistency is you know it couldn't help but rub off on me a bit so i'm extremely happy and 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 you know the format we have uh, together talking about podiatry marketing and we've avoided pod fading so <laughs> pod fading well, is where most episode well, most podcasts will fade away between 9 to 12 episodes yeah well so knock on wood i think we're a little further along than that but at the same time i think it does make a huge uh uh, you think it, having a, an accountability partner or someone you do the podcast with, so that could be uh, a co-host like Tyson and myself, you have an editor or someone that you work with kind of as a pseudo producer, maybe that helps you with some stuff. Those are different ways to have that accountability. Um, but yeah, doing it yourself can be a difficult thing. There are, once again, different types of concierge services um, that can help you do some of that stuff. It can be pretty expensive, to be honest. Um, with the editing, producing, and those things. So I wouldn't really recommend that. But if you have an idea um, and you're willing to be consistent over a long period of time um, you know, and you know the message you want to get out there, I think that's a huge important thing is that like if someone's already doing the exact same thing that you want to do and there's a, a thousand episodes of it already, well, like, great. Uh, you know, maybe you can go for it, but you need to really find, I think, some either unique format or unique message um, to really help it get out there. Um, and like I said, last but not least, the most important thing of any of these things, it doesn't matter the microphone, where you put your podcast, those things. Yeah. If you're not consistent um, in getting it out there, um, nothing else really matters. So uh, I'm sure if if you have questions about podcasts or, or more specifics about podcast success, I'm, I'm probably not the person to talk to. Tyson's <laughs> the, the person that's probably the expert in that area. But um I think this is it's definitely there's still lots of opportunities in podcasting, but I think, like I said, it's got to be unique 
with a unique message, either unique format, and the consistency is what tops everything. I just like I'm very biased on how much I enjoy podcasting. I just love doing it. Like I said, being a guest on over a hundred shows. With this and the other podcasts I've done, I've produced close to five hundred podcasts now, episodes. I've edit I edit all my own shows. So I enjoy the editing process. So I say to people, if you want to have your own show, you want to do your own editing, I always say minimum, whatever amount of recording you do, it takes you a minimum of twice that amount of time to edit it. So if you want to do an hour show, then you've got to find another two hours that you're going to edit minimum. That's if things don't go wrong and then it can take uh, three hours. But it's quite easy to have a... Somebody said to me once, if I set up a new podiatry clinic tomorrow in a, in a town, what would be my number one marketing strategy? And my number one marketing strategy would be I would start a podcast. Now, there's a whole reason behind that. and There's a whole strategy on how I would do it, which I'm not going to share here because it's very valuable. But I just know the power of podcasting and I know how to actually use it to market in a small town. I just think it's really valuable. And I have, I've done workshops where I've done whole day workshops just on uh, audio marketing. I've done two day things where I sit down with someone for two days and I show them from start to finish how to do a podcast. The training's out there. People just, if they're serious about it, they're just going to reach out to someone, whether it's me, you, Jim, or anybody else and just go, I want to know more. Or they can just do it themselves and learn it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I highly recommend that they reach out to you, Tyson, to, uh, to kind of get, get coached up. Um, I would highly recommend that too myself. Just being biased. Once get again, being biased. <laughs> <laughs> those insider tips and secrets and just really help fast forward um, their potential for success if that's the route they want to go. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's really all I had today. I just wanted to touch base off of, like I said, you know, the three options, the three opportunities I currently see with podcasting are advertising, podcast guesting, and then, you know, starting your own show. So um, yeah, that's all I have today. No, I reckon that's fantastic and a great way to finish up. So Jim, we will talk again next week. Sounds great, Tyson. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.